All right, time for some more previews and predictions for the 2020 NFL season. And on this one, we're talking a little AFC East. The AFC in general is kind of tough to call, especially with there being no preseason. But I do, I do think for me, this is going to be the first time that we start to, you know, go our separate directions. Because for me, I'm going to say the Dolphins finished in fourth in this division. Okay, yeah. I, you know, what's the, what's the old saying? Uh, once uh, burned, twice shy. And I'm not going to, I picked it just to finish second last year. As did I. And you I got just. a lot of shit for it. Oh, yeah. There's a Bills fan with like. Bills fans tore us a new one. And they were, yeah, so. they were right. And, you know, I just look at it like, what was the reason why? Because I don't think talent was the issue. I think coaching. Yeah. And that's why I have the New York Jets fourth. Really? I do. Because, and I love Sam Darnold. Uh, SE fan. Yeah. Amazing quarterback. I still think he has loads of potential left. But is Adam Gase going to be the one to... You know, un- unlock that potential to kind of deliver that coaching that he needs because he does need to be coached. You know, there's a lot of raw to Sam Darnold. And on paper, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are not the better team. On paper, the Jets should win more games. However, it, I just don't believe in this coaching. I don't believe in Adam Gase. You know, I love what they did in the draft. You know, I love Beckton, Ashton Davis, the sa- uh, safety out of Cal. And Denzel Mims, I think they're building a young nucleus. You got to remember that Joe Douglas, the new GM, was hired after. I think he was hired this year. Basically, did not, didn't have a say in Adam Gase. So if they don't produce, he may look to get rid of him. Yeah. That's not his guy. Right. And when I look at just the difference, what I see between second, uh, excuse me, between third and fourth, is I don't see much of a difference. But I think it's very easy to see the Jets fall apart while the Miami Dolphins kind of get their legs together. Right, because late in the season in 2019, the Dolphins were on the rise while the Jets were descending. Yeah. I can say that. And yeah, you know what? I'm not a believer in Adam Gase. I don't think Adam Gase shouldn't even have been hired for the Jets job in the first place. Yeah. You failed within that same division with the Dolphins. Um, He really hasn't proven that he can take a team and improve them. Yeah. As of now. Um. But again, the Jets still have some talent, man. Like you said, you you take that talent. And talent's got to account for something because ultimately those are the guys that are making the plays on the field, not yep. Adam Gase. But I, I do see where, what you're saying. It's it's a it's a cautionary tale yes. that a bad coach can derail a season. Yes. Along with injuries, though. The Jets did have a lot of injuries in 2019. If the Jets can stay healthy... They got some names on that squad, man. I mean, even just to take a guy like Jamison Crowder. Yes. I mean, he's a guy that, when healthy, can ball out. Yeah. Um, and if Adam Gase can get some good luck with health with these players, uh, like a Le'Veon Bell from Pittsburgh, who was, hey, he was the best running back in the league a couple of years ago. Yeah. You get some more... Pro- and he didn't have a bad year, per se. What do you have, 1,100 yards? Yeah, he like didn't that. have what he He didn't have done. a great year, but no. he had a good year. But if you can get some slight improvements, why can't they finish better than the Dolphins? I think the reason is, I mean, you look at like the structure and they're not on the same page. I mean, you look at Gase and Lev Bell. Those are two guys I don't think may be on the roster come 2021 or be on the team, I should say. Um, when you look at Lev Bell, they, I mean, you hear the story of practice now where, you know, Gase is talking about, oh, he had a hamstring and Lev Bell's 
disputing that on Twitter. And it's just not a good look. And you look at a team that has nothing to do with this division, the Tennessee Titans, and what he, what Vrabel was able to get out of Ryan Tannehill. Something yeah. that we could not see. I mean, think about it. Adam Gase's claim to fame was being Peyton Manning's OC. Which, you know, right. Which is like me being Arnold Schwarzenegger's personal trainer. Right. I mean, it's just like, yeah. yeah, I can get some credit for it, but let's be honest, it's not really me. And yeah, I don't want to say that. You know, I, I think one thing on a side note is you watch the draft this year from their homes. These people, these men all have families. You don't want to wish anything bad, but at the same time, you just kind of have to look at it for what it is. And I just don't see them getting on the same page. I think that maybe he's a better OC. And the head coach responsibilities may be a bit too much and having to deal with that. You know, we don't know because as soon as he got let go from the from the Dolphins, the Jets swooped up and picked him up. Right. So I just I see that that's going to be the issue. That is the one difference that I feel because I do believe in the Dolphins and, and, and I'll talk about them in a little bit. But, you know, when I just look at what the Jets did, I think their future is bright. I think they got a lot of draft picks. I mean, you have the deal with the Seahawks for Jamal Adams. That's a couple more first round picks. They'll be able to really flush the talent out and build something for this team, especially with, you know, the king is gone. It sounds like you're saying the Jets are playing for 2021. Yes. Yeah, I mean, all I think is this. It can be dangerous to have somebody's job on the line, like Adam Gase. So maybe I might even go so far as to say Adam Gase could be the X factor for the Jets because he's coaching for his job. The GM's not on his side. He's got the talent. If he can figure a way to make this work on the fly, it saves his job for another year. Yeah. You know, I, I, I easy. He's got the tools. He's just got to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, if they're able to finish second, if they're able to, you know, supplant New England, or I don't know who which you have. Which is possible. Second, which is possible. That could be big. I do think there is some talent. I think also COVID. I think you have um, right. the linebacker from Baltimore. They got um, Mosley. C- C- yeah, CJ Mosley. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was injured. Yeah, and then but he's out for COVID. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I do like the talent. I like Sam Darnold. Um, it, it's all going to come down to Gase. But as far as my X factor for the Jets is it's Quentin Williams. I mean, he was a third overall pick, and he kind of didn't have a great year. And I don't expect him to have a Bosa type year. I mean, Bosa is just an elite player. But when you draft someone third. You want to see progression in, in an arc in their career. So, I mean, he's got to anchor that defensive line. I mean, he needs to be a run stuffer. He needs to be able to get after the passer. He needs to yeah. kind of be everything on that D-line. You're the third overall pick. So if he's able to do that, I mean, you look at the teams that are in their division. You have Buffalo, you have New England, and you have Miami. I think all three of those teams are going to rely heavily on the run for one reason or another. Right. So if you have a guy like Quentin Williams who is able to stonewall them, I think that's a good foundation to start with. But if he's a bust, I mean, you wasted the third overall pick. You could have had a Josh Allen. You could have had, you know, one of the wide receivers. You could have had anything else. The only two yeah. players that weren't there were Murray and Bosa. You could have had a who's who of players. So I think Quentin Williams is the X factor because either he's great and you build around him or he's a bust and you got to try to find someone else. And so for me, I'm looking at the Dolphins and I'm looking at an X factor. And we are talking quarterbacks because in this division, all these quarterbacks are trying to prove something. 
Whether you are Josh Allen with the Bills, trying to prove you can take that next step, or whether you are Cam Newton, who's trying to prove that you can replace the GOAT, Tom Brady. Um, You know, again, whether you are Sam Darnold and saying you can make it work with Adam Gase. Everybody's got something to prove. You got Tua and the Dolphins. Everybody's got something to prove. So when you look at these quarterbacks, it's a passing game. It's a passing league. It's Byron Jones and it's Xavier Howard. I mean, it's it's can can this may be arguably the best defensive back cornerback group in the NFL. Definitely the highest paid. Yeah. So I think they got to earn their money. And if they can shut down the pass, if they can keep these quarterbacks down, not get on a roll, not get that confidence, doesn't that go a long way just in what pertains to the AFC East? Yes. And then I think they spent a first-round pick, one of their first-round picks on uh, Igbenogany, the corner from Auburn, if I'm not mistaken. So they've invested. They are one of the teams that have invested heavily in the secondary. Right. You know, that's that's you know, there's two schools of thought when it comes to the defense. You build out your pass rush to make your secondary look good, or you have a great secondary to make your pass rush look good. And you can succeed in both. It it, it does it's not one or the other. I mean, you have the Niners who've done it one way, you have New England who did it another. And I think Brian Flores, for what he's shown so far, has the potential to be one of the better coaches to come out of that ballot check coaching system. I mean, right now, yeah. I think that the best coach would be Bill O'Brien. I mean, to come out yeah. of that system, he's made the playoffs a couple years. He's won a playoff game. And I think Brian Flores has that capability. You feel with, and the difference between them and the Jets is, you feel like with the Dolphins, there's a plan. And right. the, the, the difference is when there's a plan and everyone's kind of on the same foot, you can withstand losing because you know there's a goal. You know that you see there's You're a... You're on the rise. Dude. Yeah. You look at, like, you know, the Niners when you know they brought Lynch and Shanahan in. They lost nine in a row, eight of nine, you know. Yeah. But there was never any fear because everyone knew, okay, we're all marching in the right step. It's a matter of time. Right. And I think the difference between the Jets and, and Miami and why is I think Miami can sustain losses and right. still feel good about them, the product they put on the field, whereas I don't think the Jets can. Yeah, because they spend a lot of money. Yes. And I think I look at the, the, the secondary of Miami looks great. At the end of the day, it's Tua. It's all going to come down to Tua, you know. Do we see Tua? How much do we see Tua? Is is you know if they're if they're five and five, six and five, five and six, are they gonna pull the trigger? Fitzpatrick's paying well. Um, there's a lot of question marks, you know, with yeah, this especially team. Especially with no preseason. Yeah. In this COVID, it's hard to tell. Yeah. And, and when I look at like Tua, I like Tua. He's had one great playoff game against. I mean, we came out of nowhere against Georgia, but two years ago or three years ago actually. As I think of true freshman or Richard's uh, freshman. And then you have the game against Clemson where he kind of failed and then he got hurt. Right. You know, and, and the Dolphins, I think, were a little bit nervous about passing on a talent when they passed on Drew Brees. Right. Because of medical reasons. And I believe in Tua. I think Tua has the right demeanor. I think him and Brian Flores will start to grow. I think that they may be the future of that division if they can grow the way i think they can and challenge the bills we'll see what happens with new england you know we'll see what happens with the jets there's a lot of question marks in front office or like like with the jets and coaching we don't know what new england's gonna be yeah so we don't know what this division is gonna look like in a year or two what coaches are gonna be there with the talent but i do think that similar to the Bengals, 
it's not about wins it's about progress and my x factor is Tua it, it's it's how does Tua look does Tua play if he does you know do you see progression do you see playmaking skills you know at the end of the day that's what you look at for for Tua yeah I don't disagree with that uh, then you look at the other two teams that are expected to compete for the division title you have the perennial champions the New England Patriots and the upstart Buffalo Bills but I think, as hard as this is to say, man, I think I got to pick the Patriots to finish second this year. I do, too, and it felt so weird to put that on paper. Very weird, you know? Yeah. But it's partly because of all the opt-outs, the big names that opted out on defense. Donta Hightower highlighting that. I mean, that is the key cog in the defense for yeah. Bill Belichick and has been for the last few years. I think he's been probably, the, I would say, the biggest player or at least the, the player you could lean on yeah. in the those playoff games is Hightower making mm-hmm. those key plays getting yeah. the offense off the field um, but even a veteran like Patrick Chung opted out mm. and you just wonder like how much Belichick magic is there I mean mm. what can he work with no names on defense we've mm. seen him do it before I'm not doubting him but can I really with the clear conscience pick them number one well, I think I you're burying the lead though yeah so the first time in 20 years Tom Brady's not lining up under center for this team right i mean he's gone to tampa this is the first time that he doesn't know who his quarterback is gonna be it's not you know there's i mean tom. i think we think it's cam Newton. yes right? but i mean it's not like we know what we have with tom we know what we're getting it's it's been like this since what 2000 yeah you know 2001 yeah. so for almost a decade two decades yeah excuse yeah. me for two decades it's been tom brady so you look at that and you're like the change that that makes for this team the way it's going to look on offense is going to be totally different yeah you know as much as they try to say oh it's the same as it's not it if you're going to start start cam newton it's not it can't be it can't be cam newton totally different skill set is different than tom brady but when you look at the team as a whole like if they had just had cam newton everyone stayed on defense i i i'd pick this team to win the defense. yeah because i don't know if the bills can handle the pressure it'll be interesting to see can the bills handle the pressure of being the the hunted they're the they're the favorites right you know so you know at the end of the day you look at the draft of the new england patriots and and it looks like belichick's trying to find players on defense and that was kyle duggar the safety out of lenore ryan you have defensive end josh uche out of michigan and defensive end anthony jennings out of alabama and for me those are my x factors because we always kind of turned a blind eye to Bill Belichick, the GM, because Tom Brady was able to do so much and he was able to game plan, you know? Yeah. This is the first time where we're going to have to look at what are you bringing into this team? What draft picks are you bringing in that's going to elevate this roster because you don't have the GOAT at QB anymore? So, you guess yeah. what? You're, the players you pick are going to have to produce because Tom Brady's not going to be able to bail out uh, Nikhil Harry not gonna be able to bail out defensive players it's not gonna be able to bail out a poor running back that you've drafted you know i think this is the year where we see yeah is it really the system in new england yeah uh you know and i think for me it can again be another lazy pick but you can say the x factor can be cam newton because what cam newton are we gonna get Mm -hmm. what does a healthy cam newton do in 2020 Mm -hmm. it's a big question mark how does he take to because let's let's face it cam newton has always been a star and and i would say 
even above that, he's been a star in his own mind. Yes. And now, you're in Bill Belichick's system. You're yeah. not. There's no stars in Bill Belichick's no. system. You no. are just a cog in yep. this system. And how is he going to adapt to that? How is Belichick and Cam Newton going to mesh? I think that's going to be huge on offense for them. Yeah. And, and, and I look at it like, if Tom Brady didn't get away with anything... You you know Belichick's not gonna put up with much, right? And can Cam kind of fit in that? Yeah, can. right. You know, I think Belichick is a little more laid back than we have than we give him credit for at times. So I think that he's not gonna come down as hard on Cam Newton than maybe he even came down on Tom Brady. You know, you wonder like how much of it does he like? I know I can get away with this, get the best out of Tom by acting this way. I'm not gonna get the best out of Cam by acting this he way. Not. Yeah. yeah, but. You know, the year of 2020 is, is all about the new normal. And yeah. we don't know what Cam's new normal is. We don't. Like, we can say he's healthy, but maybe his back doesn't let him make the throws or his knee or his foot doesn't make, let him make the throws he made four years ago. He can play, he's still, but he can't make those throws. And you don't have a defense, like, kind of like when he signed with New England, you thought, well, they have a defense. They'll have him convert with his feet a couple times. They'll win games, you know, 17 to 10. You know, yeah, and I don't think that's an option. Um, and it's gonna be why I think they finished second in this division. I still think they have Belichick, and he's a mastermind. I mean, he's proven it over and over, over again. again. I mean, he beat Parcells in Cleveland when he was a Brown, they made it in the playoffs. He beat the Patriots, that was the most success Cleveland Browns have ever had, yeah, up to that Belichick. point. Is Belichick, um, and so when I look at it like that. He's going to have them ready. I think I don't doubt his his ability to prepare. I don't doubt his ability to get a game plan ready. It's just, did he pick the players to execute the game plan? Yeah. And, and, and right now, they are probably, aside from teams that got new coaches, they are probably the biggest enigma going I into agree. 2020. I agree. But it could be argued. The Bills are almost as much of an enigma. Even though we know more what the roster is going to look like. Yeah. Let's face it. Like, you know, you got... You added new pieces like Stephon Diggs, a mm. big play wide receiver, who can take advantage of a big armed quarterback like Allen. Mm -hmm. But how's Allen going to advance? You yeah. know, I saw him throw in the triple coverage to a fullback in the playoffs. That's stuff uh. that's just not going to fly against teams like Kansas City, teams mm. like the Baltimore Ravens. It's not going to fly. You, you, we know they're going to compete in the AFC East. And that's why I have them at one because I really don't see stiff competition in this division. But when we start talking about the AFC as a whole, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother subject. And to me, Allen's really got to pick it up as the quarterback. He's really got to make strides yeah. in making smarter decisions because the physical tools are there. Yeah. I think I want to give a shout out to their head coach, um, Sean McDermott and, and the GM because do you remember? I think it was his first or second year, you know, but they made the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor. They did. And instead of just saying, oh, well, we're going to cling to this, they still blew it up partially because they said, no, because this isn't sustainable. We want to build something that's right. sustainable with our quarterback and our system. So they took a step back to take two forward. Right. You know, and, and that's risky. Yeah. That's a gamble. But they did it and, and they got into the playoffs. Yeah. You know, they hosted up. They, 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 had a chance to beat beat the crap out of my Cowboys. Yeah, they well they smashed a couple guys. They that's that was their kind of coming out party. Like we're for real. Yeah. You know they they went head In to Dallas. head. Yeah. <laughs> On Thanksgiving, yeah. I mean the the play of that game and the play of the for the Bills in general is that 
fourth down where he fumbles the snap or he doesn't get the snap and he literally picks it up and walks over your whole defense to get a first down that's terrible and you're like oh man i mean yeah that was signs of things to come for dallas but at the same time that was kind of a guy saying this is my moment right and i'm gonna do what i need to do and josh allen you're gonna find people who love josh allen people who hate josh allen because he's big arm and he's mobile and he's big which is amazing and i think he's a little more mobile as far as athletic speed than even big ben like you could see that he's got some giddy up to him yeah you know whereas like you know ben was kind of running a throw this right. guy will get up and just run for right. 20 yards cannon for an arm but you know he lacks the accuracy he lacks that poise he lacks something you wonder how much of it will come during experience but when i look at this team they have a stout defense yeah they have one of the stoutest Leslie defenses. Leslie Frazier always has his team ready to go. Yeah. And you have maybe the second best corner in the league in Tredavious White. Yeah. You know, I mean, right behind Gilmore. And you look at this team and it's like, the biggest question for me on this team is how do they handle the pressure? Because now you're expected to be first. You're expected to win this division. Right. You are the odds-on favorite to win this division. With New England's defense kind of bowing out to covid or 2020 there is no reason why you shouldn't win this division 